0: What's up everybody, welcome to the house of Mario, the award-winning Nintendo podcast backed by 100, is that too loud is it?
1: No no that's fine, I didn't know you were (laughs) (laughs) award-winning
0: You were shaking your head like holy shit it just went loud all of a sudden (laughs) What's up, everybody? Welcome to the House of Mario, the award winning Nintendo podcast, backed by 120 Power Star rating. And the doors to episode 104 are open. I'm your host, Drew Agnew. And joining me for the first time is Jackson Phillips, aka Wacko Jacko. How are we going, my friend? Yeah, good mate, yourself. Thank you for having me on the show. That, no worries at all. So this week Bryce is sick. He's Aww. got he's got the cold. Um, Aww, he's, got, he's got the man flu. <laughs> He's got the man flu probably uh, I, I saw him He said he had a headache you know, I said tell you what Bryce You don't you don't have to talk into the microphone this week I'll give you the week off <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I won't crack the whip this take week Take it easy mate Just take it easy <laughs> So I put out the uh, the call onto Twitter And uh, you, you answered You said you'd like to
1: come on the show To have a talk about Nintendo And all that fun stuff Yeah it'd so, be uh, different for a chance Considering after hosting a podcast To be a guest on another one So yeah I'm excited mm. It it does feel weird. Like I know
0: when I go on other podcasts, it feels a lot weirder just being the uh, the guest rather than sort of running the show. But yes, yep. So you you get to experience that today. Absolutely. So <laughs> for, for those out there who don't know who
1: you are, don't know what you do, uh, sort of introduce yourself a little bit. Okay, so yeah, as you said, my name is Wacko Jacko on Twitter. Um, I do a bit of uh, lots of different things. I uh, mainly competitive Splatoon player. Um, for a team called Venomous Squids, who I'm somehow a captain of. <laughs> um, so I try control them, and we, we do our playing every now and then. We have an Oceanic series currently on the moment, so we do weekly matches against a bunch of other teams in a division. Um, but when I'm not doing that, I'm doing a lot of Pokemon hunting on Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. I'm a bit of a PC gamer, so I'll f- you know fluctuate between a few games on PC and Switch. And I do stream, and I... Try record video. I used to do YouTube videos as well, but that's sort of on the lay low because now Twitch is now a thing, and yeah, um, I just get involved with the community, some people, and yeah, uh, yeah, that's all I can really say at the moment. Yeah, awesome. So
0: I guess it uh, this is this is a question I like to ask to sort of get a feel about sort of your you know your Nintendo gaming sort of uh, habits. But what would be the top uh, three? Favorite Nintendo oh, franchises. You had it to does, do it, this. You had to do this. To I, I know. It doesn't have to be an official list or anything, but uh just uh, what well, comes to your head like, oh, these are the series that I send well, to. Well, okay. So the towards. first,
1: one of the first ones, um, probably the Mario Kart series, because mm. I played the very first Mario Kart on Super Nintendo, and I. Before it went weird, Donkey Kong Country series, um, the one, two, one, <laughs> three and three on the Super Nintendo were amazing. What they've done on the Wii U, I. I Couldn't really get into it, to be honest. But I still like the series. And I guess Super Smash Bros is the series? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So, that's probably my top three favorite. So, all the main games. But, yeah. That was so much fun, though.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So, how come you can't get into sort of the newer Donkey Kong games? (sighs) It just doesn't feel right. Like, I think it's because I'm I'm probably a little older than I used to be. And I don't appreciate the newer things as much as they used to be. Um, Donkey Kong Country 1, 2, and 3 on Super Nintendo were classic games and I it was weird because I remember going back watching replays on people doing let's plays of them and it was like whoa I remember that I remember that I remember that and then Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze or whatever it was it just felt so different and somewhat alienated to me I guess it's because like I said I'm more used to the nostalgic new things for the Donkey Kong Country games were weird Uh, I tried it to be honest but I think in the end The idea was that you can invite someone else to play with you, which I didn't at the time because I was all by myself. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it was very hard to play. And so, yeah, I kind of... When Smash came out, that sort of was my next-to-go-to game, and that was just so much fun. And obviously, Mario Kart being so rage-inducing, but yeah, and fun at the same time. <laughs> yeah.
0: At least uh, now, Mario Kart 8, you can sort of uh, deflect the rage a little bit. With <laughs> the, uh, the uh, what, what's it called, actually? The sound
1: box? Oh, uh, yeah. Box? Yeah, something like, like that. boom box? Correct. Yeah, yeah, the boom the, box. I that, actually forgot what it's called, but. It's called the boom box, I believe, because, yeah, that's the one that protects you from the blue shell. So, yeah. yeah. Thank goodness that's in. God's item. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, uh, I'm interested to learn about sort
0: of your uh, competitive uh, Splatoon play. Like, I'm always interested in sort of the more competitive side. Yep. I, myself, I'm not good enough at any game <laughs> to get competitive. Same. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, how did you get into that? Was I, it just a, a love for the game? Uh,
1: well, it was weird because, like, when I first first Splatoon on the Wii U, I bought that late after, like, I didn't know any of the community and I was only watching YouTube videos of people playing it never really was that into it but like in Splatoon 2 when that came up the hype came up and like I got back into the community the Oceanic community that's where everyone who in Australia or New Zealand uh, joins to talk with one another play with one another it's just an amazing community but I thought I want to try something different that I haven't really done before and that was to be in a competitive team so my first team I was a part of uh, Team Proxy remember forever rest in peace Team Proxy Um, I was a sub but because of players and certain people were busy with other things, I ended up being a main player. So that was a first sort of taste of competitive, but then after the team sort of folded because of activity was like very minimal, me and another teammate decided to make our own team and ever since, it's been nearly, it's been uh, probably about a year and two months since we've started this new team and it's been amazing playing with others from all over the australia and parts of international as well we've got one player from thailand so um it's yeah it's really something it really it's to a you can enhance the experience of playing a game but at the same time if you're not doing well then you can feel real down and out about it mm. but i think that's the thing with most nintendo games like the ones that aren't really meant to be competitive uh like you got your smash and obviously splatoon and mario kart obviously um you can take these games competitively. At the same time, for me personally, I want to have fun. And obviously winning with a competitive team is fun. A lot more fun than just playing by yourself. Because Splatoon 2 is a game that makes you sort of have to play with one another. And it's probably a really good way to uh, dwell amongst others and yeah enjoy playing the same game you like, playing together. So, yeah, um, it's... um. We're currently Div three, in, so I'll, I'll, I might as well keep going. Um, so in the Oceanic Community, a we have uh, a, a thing called the Oceanic Series, which there's uh, um, seven divisions, and in each division there's six or so teams where we uh, play each other once, and then there's a playoff and everything. And um, so we we're, we've been this is our fourth season, and we're in Div three, which is okay. It's kind of like mid tier teams where you know, everyone's not amazing, but they're good at certain things, so, yeah, it's, we're kind of midway through that, and being captain of a team, it's really weird, because, like, you have to rely on your judgment, on your uh, times to, like, make the right choice of what part of the play you should be doing, it's just, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really hard to explain fully, because, like, it's just such an amazing experience being part of a team, and the competitiveness can sort of get you mentally, and not really physically, but mentally, because it drains you. You're making all these decisions, like what should your teammates do? And yeah, and there's just so many different types of game modes and maps. It's just, I could let you go on all day, but I don't think I will. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah,
0: what I love about Splatoon, like uh, um, I-, I can't pull these moves off, but when I go in there, I'm like, all right, go to paint as much as I can. And obviously when you advance, you, you go into the other modes and everything. But yep. what I love is just how, how much... Uh, Guess yeah, team play. There is sort of like you know you, you basically like a uh, covering bits of the map y- yourself, mm-hmm. and Correct. like you're, yeah. you're sort of trying to work out who should cover this, who should be on the defensive, and it's really interesting to watch, especially seeing like a sort of the Splatoon tournaments at E3s the last couple of years, and yep. um,
1: having Australia represented there is really cool. Yeah, we've always had a rep for the past three championships so yeah there's usually a team from australia new zealand a team from europe a team from america and a team from japan so um japan's always been the dominating side um it's always been the same team actually that's been at the world champions so not really kind not. of explains <laughs> it really but uh, yeah yeah um like it's still cool to see being represented at the world stage and like saying that hey the rest of the world this little place down under we can play the squid game pretty well so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we can play the squid game yep that's what we yeah.
0: say <laughs> Yeah. What, yeah, and also what I really like about sort of the competitive Nintendo games too, from what I can tell, the community is like really, really nice. Yeah, absolutely. Re- really um, warming. Yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely. And the Oceanic community is so inviting. Like there's so many people there. Like on the Discord server, there's a, um, there's a place called Boot Camp where essentially if you need help with a certain build, a certain gear, a certain weapon, like if you need advice, every, anyone in there will help you out. There's also areas where you can ask for people to play with. And without doubt, there'll be always someone to play with with you. Um, yeah, it's just such an opening community. And similar to the Smash scene, I guess. The Smash scene's a little different because that's more uh, individuals, but it's still, in, mm. the, in a way, it can be based the same way. So I think in Australia, we do have, like, in the abilities for all games, we have a good uh, community-based sort of effect where like in the u s they didn't really have much of a community for splatoon, they sort of have a like they call these groups where they certain groups would run certain tournaments and stuff like that, but in in Australia we're all under one sort of thing, I guess you could say mm. oh yeah yeah,
0: yeah, yeah like uh in Adelaide and that um when I go to avcon to like see all that stuff uh, yeah. uh, it's really cool seeing all the communities come together for that event, mm-hmm. and I think if I lived in a like a bigger city with more people more gamers and all that, I reckon I'd be a bit more a part of it. But Since it's so like disconnected on the internet and that, I just haven't really uh, taken the step to really get into it. Yeah, that's fair. Because maybe I'd maybe you know if I did sit down and train, I could get good at Splatoon. But <laughs> usually when I um, when I sit down and play Splatoon, it's at the end of work, and I'm just like, all yeah. right, this is sort of a let off steam. This isn't to like make some <laughs> awesome plays yep. to share on my
1: Twitter and <laughs>
0: <laughs> get yeah. all that glory.
1: Yep, can 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 relate. So yeah, uh, and. I guess I might as well get this off my chest the weapon I main is co- the GooTuber I think you know what it looks like for those who don't know it was considered the meme weapon of the game but because of recent patches and updates it's considered to be pretty strong even though it's a very hard weapon to play I just have so much fun with it because you can swim around with hold charge you can do a thing now called goo bag which is essentially a squid bagging but you still got your hold charge <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing and main power up as well, because since this is the updates they've been bringing in on these abilities and stuff, um, main power up which is increases the damage on your charge and it's just it's it's weird because like out of all the weapons that in the have been nerfed or patched, or buffed, the Gucciuber has never been nerfed, and I can only thank Nogami for that because it is the perfect weapon. <laughs> Christ, I mean, it's literally the only weapon that hasn't been touched. Yes, correct. So, right. yeah, I I enjoy playing the Gucci, very much so. Someone's looking out for you then. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, Splatoon 2 is such a unique wep- game because, like, it's nothing like your Call of Duty. It's nothing like your Battlefield. Nothing like oof, any other shoot you can think of, so.
0: Yeah, not quite. <laughs>
1: <laughs> very different, so, yeah. Hmm
0: yeah what what sort of, um you're uh, the team's called what was it venomous squids correct it? yes venomous yeah. squids
1: so how, how did you sort of link up with them and uh get involved in that team well the, the, so basically venomous Squids started by a guy having an alt account and mm. his name he had the name vs yuri which wasn't his actual name but i don't know where he got the yuri part from but i asked him what the vs stand for and he said oh it stands for venomous squids i've just made it up i'm like oh yeah that's not a bad name so we took that name and combined a new team and we asked in the Oceanic uh, Discord server if for team recruitment we wanted to ask people who wanted to join the team mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it was pretty quickly. We got about fo- uh, seven or eight members pretty quickly. So yeah, it's been pretty good team so far. Like we've reached highs Division 2 a few times in the series. We've come close in some tournaments that people have hosted um, in Australia and New Zealand. Uh, but yeah, it's, like because in the team you do build friendships and you get to sort of know one another more and whatnot and you meet teammates in real life that's probably the best experience you can ever have Mm, I think yeah for sure yeah so it's all part of that community base knowing one another playing with each other more often and then improving as people and players with one another I think that's the biggest thing ever to take from Splatoon Mm.
0: yeah yeah, for sure like uh, just anything where you have like sort of a common uh, something a common interest it's just, yeah, it's always awesome to meet friends and doing it through that way. Um, I am interested, sort of, over the last like few years, you know, Splatoon, it's sort of... Uh has it had its last
1: Splatfest yet? Uh, no, it's been announced though, and it's in next month. So it's next month, it's I think the seventeenth. I think it starts. It's a three day, three day Splatfest, which is the longest we've ever had for a Splatfest. Usually, the longest it's been usually goes like over an hour, uh, twenty four hours. But then we've yeah. had one that went for forty two hours, and now this final Splatfest is going to go for seventy two hours. So. Um, people have been irking up about this because like, oh, if Team Chaos win, what does that mean for Splatoon 3? Or if Team Order win, what does that mean for Splatoon 3? Because <laughs> we've coming. people are coming to this thing it was like, oh, when's Splatoon 3 going to be announced? And like people thought at E3, maybe Splatoon 3 was going to be announced. Okay. I was in denial because like it was too soon. Splatoon 2 has been on yet for two years. It
0: seems too soon. Yeah.
1: And I don't think we're ready for Splatoon 3 yet. There's going to be mm. one more update and Apparently, Nintendo have said that there's going to be no more new weapons, no more stages, and stuff like that. But you never know; it's Nintendo.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask, like, with uh, with the uh, support sort of slowing down, have you seen sort of a slowdown in the community and uh, Um, uh, uptake of the game?
1: Not really. really. Like, it's funny because every now and then, when you join turf war, you you'll see like a random level one or level two, and it's like, oh, there's a newbie in my lobby. (laughs) And you could kind of take from that, like, oh, if someone just bought the game, they just started playing it for the first time. Um, I think there's always growth going on in the community for Splatoon 2, um, whether people have been playing for uh, one month, three months, six months, and they've slowly learned there's a server and a community. Um, it's, yeah, it, I mean, it, I think it, now that the game's been up for so long, there probably is slowly coming a stalemate of people buying the game, and being introduced to Oceanic, and everything like that, but it's sort of hard to say, because I don't know what the rest of the world is like with the regions. so, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be stale eventually because we're gonna have one more major update, and then that's gonna be it, so, yeah, I mean, like, it's all, all online games are gonna reach a stale point when there's gonna be no more patches, no more updates, like, Overwatch, for example, every time they have a change, that affects their tournaments, and everything like that, but, Splatoon two, I think after this last update, it's probably gonna have a period where it's gonna be a bit stale, nothing new, nothing fresh, which is gonna force people to like say, "Oh, where's Splatoon three already?" and blah blah blah. So, yeah, who Mm. knows?
0: Yeah, like as far as Splatoon three goes, I can't really see it being on Switch. I I don't know.
1: The rumors are the new powerful Switch, potentially the the Switch Pro. I don't know what's gonna be called, but Mm. they were saying they're gonna maybe wait for that to happen and then they will release it for that. Maybe. yeah maybe but it's still gonna have to run on the Switch we got now so correct yes, yes. yeah who knows who knows it's Nintendo they always leave us hanging so they. yeah yeah they, they just do whatever they want over there exactly they- a bunch of crazy people <laughs> that's so true yes <laughs>
0: Oh, actually, t- uh, just uh, since is uh, just a, a free-flowing conversation, what do you think about sort of the idea of a brand new Switch model, whether it's going to be this mini, which is heavily rumored for this year, and uh, a Pro model? Do you sort uh, of do you want one, or
1: I mean, it's probably not a bad idea because, like, you know how they had the 3DS XL, and then they had the 2D. It's kind of like a marketing for yeah. that, really. Um, if you want to play the not so high graphic games. Um, sure, have a smaller Switch that runs m- longer and, you know, it's smaller. Um, I think it's... <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's sort of money-making scheme, but at the same time, I think it can benefit gamers in the ways of there'll be high-quality games being brought to Switch. Like, we know... <laughs> like, when Witcher 3 got announced to E3, people were like, how is that going to be run on the Switch? Like, how is that going to happen? Um, it's a very I, good question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Black magic. <laughs> exactly. So I think it's probably perfect timing for Nintendo to maybe look at having a stronger, powerful Switch because if you're not going to have that, then how are you going to have run Switch a at 60 frames per second at whatever resolutions and stuff like that? So mm. yeah, I don't know. Um, I'd probably stick to the one I've got. No need to upgrade because I'm enjoying the games I've got on there already. So yeah. Yeah, I- I'm
0: the same way probably until I see it. <laughs> yeah. I'm de- I'll definitely be interested in a sort of uh a more powerful switch to sort of uh, yeah, run some more games at some higher uh frame rate and some yeah. higher uh especially a yeah, resolution. Resolution's a thing that gets downscaled on the Switch a lot. Yep. Um uh, I'm I'm just playing like Crash Team Racing, for example, mm-hmm. and it's uh seven twenty on your TV and it's seven twenty um switch. Also on the switch. They haven't like done a thing where it will upgrade for your TV when yeah. you dock it. Yep. Yep. So
1: it does look quite blurry when you're playing it um, yeah, exactly. on your TV. Yeah, There's a game. Sorry, there's a quick, yep. Just a quick one. There's a game mm. I've got on the Switch and on my computer. It's called Grip. I think you may have seen it for those who yep. know what yep. it is. It's a really fast racing game. It's pretty nuts. You go from one side of the wall to another side of the wall, you're upside down, you're racing this way, that way. I've got it on my Switch and my PC. Um, I bought it on the Switch cheap, really cheap recently. Mm-hmm. Runs okay. But like on the PC it it's no match. The PC like it Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'd hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so like I'm thinking maybe if the Switch Pro comes out it you could transfer it onto that. It would run probably better. you'd hope it would run better, but you never yeah,
0: know. Yeah, just a bit more leg room for developers to sort of, you know, be able to push those frame rates and resolutions up and not have to sacrifice it as much. You Correct. know, with yeah. like which of three it's gonna be um five twenty P or something on the switch itself. Then I think okay. seven twenty on the T V. That's not too bad. Yeah, so like, just graphics aside, I think just seeing that resolution bumped up a little bit will be uh, worth an upgrade for me. But a lot of people, fair enough. A lot of people don't care, and that's <laughs> that's, that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. And also, uh, over on your Twitch, I see you're playing uh, playing a lot of Pokemon, doing a lot of shiny hunting. Uh, yeah, I could be doing yeah, that. Yeah, you could be. <laughs> uh, I, I myself am a big shiny hunter. Absolutely love uh, doing that stuff. And let's go! It's probably my favorite yeah. aspect of those games. Just uh, how
1: many? Up, how many up to? Oh,
0: I don't know. I'm not. I'm just sort of trying to get my favourites. I haven't played it in a little bit, but I've
1: got. Oh okay. Was it thirty something? Probably. Well, not too bad, man. Not too yeah. bad. I sort of just it's not- get my favourites. Are you going for like a? Are you going for all of them or something? Or? Uh, mate, I'm going for all of them. You are, yeah. I am absolutely going all out. It's it's a grind that's not too hard because like you, the only thing <laughs> to grind Shiny Hunting, you just have to be awfully patient. So, mm-hmm. streaming is a no-brainer because you can get involvement with the stream chat and the viewers. Something so, to entertain you yeah. while you're doing it, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> something to keep <laughs> I'm company. At, <laughs> I'm, a, <laughs> I'm at about 70. Oh, nice, man. 71. So, yeah.
0: Almost halfway,
1: about, yeah. Yeah, I, well, over one-third, so that's how I look. So, like, are you getting but, yeah, a Living Dex or are you just getting... Living Dex. Living Dex, yeah. nice. Yeah. So, that's 150, I think it's 150, 151 from memory. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And um, also, in Pokemon Go, if I have a Shiny in there that I can transfer to Pokemon Let's Go, I'll do that because it's essentially a Shiny. Because, like, Pokemon Go Shiny hunting is extremely difficult. Well, it's... The chances are hot lower. It's hard to get a shiny in Pokemon Go than is Let's Go. No, you can't cha-
0: so. cha- can't chain and Let's Go. I mean, go. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Let's Go. Go. Whatever. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I do that. So yeah. Um, it can take three. It can take days for me to find a shiny. Sometimes, but I'll tell you now, my best luck I've had with a shiny hunt. I did a shiny hunt for Charmanders. I did. I went for three. Mm-hmm. Got them in over three days in total. Wow, that's not too bad. So no. yeah. The first one was a catch combo of 105, and then 264, mm-hmm. and then 528. So, And that was over the space of three days. Mm. So that was the most luck I've had, probably. Yeah, well, well, the Pokemon I've
0: got most in shiny form is Chansey because I was in. Oh. I was just doing Chansey in uh, Cerulean, Cave, Cerulean just, Cave just to grind my levels up. And yep. for some reason, you know, coming home from work, like, I couldn't be bothered doing like a story game or whatever. What was satisfying me was just coming home and leveling up my Pokemon. Don't know why. That's just what, that was that's what was scratching that itch for that week. So I was just grinding Chansey, grinding Chansey. And I was thinking to myself, it would be great if I find a Shiny. It would be fantastic. I, f- I find one. I'm like, oh, that's great. Um, Actually, well, I didn't find it. What I did is like I had it for like half a week. You know how you can't wreck your combo by turning off your yes, Switch? Correct. You've got to keep yep, it going. Correct. So I couldn't yep. play any other game even if I wanted to. <laughs> so I eventually get this Chansey. I'm like, well... I still want to level up some of my Pokemon, so I keep going, keep going. Get another shiny, I'm like, cool. It was, and I was thinking, oh, it'd be great if I get a shiny Snorlax. So I just keep going until I get a Snorlax. for another chance he comes up, and I'm like, cool. Oh, nice. Get that. Nice. <laughs> I keep going until I try and get the Snorlax, and the Snorlax just never pops up. So I'm like, oh, well, I've had enough. It's been literally, I think it was like two weeks. Switch hasn't Damn. been, the game hasn't been turned off, but I just get home, <laughs> you know, get home, turn it on for like an hour.
1: Yeah, catch some I'll, chance. I'll, I'll save you some <laughs> relief right now. You can actually safely turn it off as long as you don't close the game. If you turn it off at the power, but you can leave the game. Open. Oh yeah, yeah. No, so yeah. I've been, I've been like locking yeah. the switch. Oh, you don't know that. Yeah.
0: Okay. I haven't just been l- leaving the switch on. Yet. Sorry. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> uh, yeah, can't play any other game because I can't suspend <laughs> yeah, the software and turn it off. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not that silly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. okay. Just checking. <laughs> Who's, what's
1: your What's your favorite shiny in the game? oh <laughs> Well, look. I focus a lot more on what the disappointing shinies are. Okay, cool. <laughs> and the most disappointing shiny is probably Gyarados because, like, you have a gold Magic Carp, and then somehow you get a red Gyarados. Why don't you maintain the gold for the Gyarados? I
0: mean, red red Gyarados is really cool, but obviously, I guess. since he was in gold and silver, you just get given him. Sort of the the specialness of it's gone, like not really mm. there.
1: Yeah. As for favorite shiny, I don't think I really have a favorite shiny. It's like are you cleaning? Are you just saying for Gen One or for all shinies? Oh, we can go all shinies, Yeah, I was thinking Gen One in this game. But yeah, probably Hot O is my mm, favorite. Yeah, he's a cool all shiny. shiny. Yeah, looks amazing. But from Gen One, it's uh, I Chancey looks weird, like green. It kind of looks like puke. No offense, but I
0: mean, <laughs> I mean, I've got three of them, but yeah, he's not my favorite shiny by any means. I don't
1: have to, I don't have to apologize. <laughs> I probably
0: think,
1: I mean, Zapdos because it's my favorite Gen One. Pokemon, so he's at those mm. Even though it's not different, it's a bit of a boring shiny, though, isn't it? It is. It is. It's only because it's my favourite Gen One. All Pokemon the birds
0: one, so. actually have a really bad shinies. So those
1: Articuno's not too bad though. Does it? It's just like a paler version. Yeah, it's okay.
0: <laughs> and Moltres looks like just a burnt chicken. <laughs> okay, so the thing I call for Moltres is the flaming burnt pink rubber chicken. Yeah, it looks like just like a rubber chicken. It looks worse yeah, than the normal version. Exactly. Like, yeah. if they gave it, like, yeah. blue flames, like, Ponytar or something, that looks sick. Yes. Look awesome. Yes.
1: That would be... Yes. Well, that makes sense, because you think blue flames are hotter than red flames, so... Yeah, so
0: it gets hotter. So, ooh, that's a hot yeah. shiny. Mm.
1: Mm. There
0: you go. <laughs> <are. laughs> I reckon it, my, my favourite shiny would probably be Porygon, just for how different it is. Oh, yes. And it's red and yes. red and white. Not red and white. Blue and white. And it looks, it looks Crap, really yes. cool. And I always mm. wanted one, but in other games, it was always sort of hard to get, cause, you know, resetting the game corner or... Um, Diamond and <laughs> yes. Pearl sort of it was harder in that too just with mm-hmm. the rate so I, I never went for one and in this mm-hmm. obviously it's it's easier because it actually spawns in the wild and you can do the combos and uh, get it that way but what actually happened to me is I found one and I went <laughs> and I was watching TV I was doing it for hours and hours and hours it just wasn't popping up for me the luck wasn't there and I'm going in and out of this building sort of make it respawn and I look down just as I've gone back into the building and there it is but it was too late. I'm already back. Oh, no. So... Oh, no. Because <laughs> I was just like, I must have been distracted something on TV and I, mm-hmm. I saved the clip and it's literally two minutes of this Porygon, shiny Porygon, just running around. Just floating around. <laughs> and then me just going into the building.
1: <laughs> That's mm. all it is. If it makes you any feel better, I've missed two shinies. Mm. So they? one was a Bell Sprout, and the other one was, I think, a Weedle? Yeah. So when I saw them, they were in the distance. I ran up to them, excited and as soon as I got close to it, it oh, disappeared
0: That's a tease In My heart That's a tease <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah It was so savage But anyway I got him back I got him eventually So, But yeah, that was Just some shattering moments you can have when you're shiny hunting Because like You're putting all this time and energy into shiny hunting And surprisingly, it can be quite draining because, like, you have to focus. You have to keep looking around. Because, like, <laughs> the worst place to shine for me is something like Seafoam Caves or Cerulean Cave because you have the atmosphere sort of thing going on where there's the, the random glitteries in the yeah. oven, if you notice that. Yeah. And, like, you're like, oh, is that a shiny? Oh, no, it's just the atmosphere. Or the yeah. Cerulean Cave was the same way. Sort of everything's just
0: <laughs> glittering. It's like, oh, is that something? <laughs> uh, no, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, that's just... This is how it is, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's let's move our Pokemon talk to the Gen Eight, the brand new games. How are you feeling about the brand new games? Look,
1: not sold yet, Ooh, but because right. um, like, okay, I'm gonna sound so picky here, but too bad. Yeah, go for it, dude. <laughs> um, so, I don't know if you remember in in Sun and Moon when they did some directs where they released what the second, third gen, uh, third evolutions oh, of yeah. the starters look like. Yeah. They haven't done that yet for Gen 8 Pokemon. And I don't want to think they're doing that for a reason. I'm just not sure if they're planning on doing it yet. Because uh, some of the leaks that people have claimed that like, oh, this could be real and like the the designs potentially look rather disappointing. Maybe that's maybe why they're holding off. But um, one thing I will say I didn't mind was the Dynamax Raids. The Dynamax Raids?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it. Or the Max Max Raid battles, yeah. That's what they're yes. technically called.
1: Yeah, so basically they've taken that element from Pokemon Go. If you think about it, like I don't know if you play much Pokemon Go, but when you're doing like level 1s to level five raids of Pokemon Go, the Pokemon on the screen look rather larger than yeah. usual. Well, they they actually
0: said that those those two things were being simultaneously developed. Ah, so there you go. That idea directly comes from Pokemon Go. Like, yeah, which I think is a good yeah. thing actually. Like having a sort of a co-op option in the games is really cool yes rather if you don't care about battling one another fair enough but um, mm-hmm. having the whole thing of teaming up and taking down this big force to try and catch it and get items I think yep, it's really
1: cool yeah. yeah and the other thing I've liked so far that I was wondering before they did the direct if like Pokemon will appear in the open world like how in Pokemon Let's Go has worked um, when they show up in the open the massive open areas I was glad to see Pokemon roaming around mm-hmm. but I think there was a clip or so where there was actually. I don't know if they in the wild area or it was just a certain route where there was just the smaller Pokemon appearing. Now, I'm not sure if it's going to be a permanent setting where you can decide to have Pokemon on and off at random appearing. But it, from what the direct showed, it looked like it could be a thing. Not 100% sure, but I think it's cool that they maintained that Pokemon roaming around. You can see them on the map and everything. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um. The story mode we haven't learnt of, which is probably what they're going to do in the next direct. The doggos? <laughs> mm, not sure. What do you think of the dogs? Like, the dog holding a sword? Eh, actually, I, I actually really
0: like the dogs holding a sword. Yeah, like, okay, uh, in X and Y, when you've got Exernius, you know, he's got, like, sort of, like, the sword legs.
1: Oh, yeah, And true, you've got, I like... like I, if that. it was just, like,
0: I'm a dog and I've got a sword tail. Ooh, look out. I think it's actually quite cool, but he's not holding the sword. Yeah, that's funny I, I, I quite like yeah. it. People are like, oh, how
1: does it eat? It's like, oh, you put the sword down, you eat and you pick it up again. Because <laughs> like, I was disappointed when I saw that because like in Gen 5, I think it was, when you had the Timber, Conkeldurr and the other one, which I keep oh, forgetting. <laughs> yeah, and Farfetch'd. The Pokemon holding something, I don't like that idea. I think it's lazy. And like, well, supposedly there's a rumor that Farfetch'd is going to have a Galar evolution thing so that'd be cool to see if it doesn't hold a leak it'll hold something else maybe okay. when it evolves but yeah
0: yeah I did hear that rumour or the leak yeah I read through
1: it yeah but I Pokemon holding things I think it's just lazy I, sorry Nintendo and Grookey if Grookey isn't playing a drum set in his third evolution form then <laughs> <laughs> see yeah. I, I
0: heard that that he evolves into a drummer I'm like because yeah. as as someone who um, at least used to play drums and really sort of like loves drumming and sort of all all that stuff. I'm like, oh, well, if this guy evolves into a drummer, that will be sick. I would love that. <laughs> um yeah. Maybe not if the drum set's a part of him, that would be weird, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just Yeah, true, true. Yeah.
1: If School Bunny becomes a firefighting, I just nah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'll be disappointing. Uh I don't understand I don't understand where they come from, like going through for all the time, like Blaziken Gen 3, awesome. Yeah. Uh Infernape Still really cool, it but it's cool. kind of like, oh, why'd you oh, do a fighting again? Oh, whatever. He's still yeah, still yeah. cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Then, em, like, M I was like, all right, this guy sucks. Like, he, he looks <laughs> stupid and he's a firefighting again. And just like, yeah. to Pig, when it was first announced and um, seeing it just stand up and become like a, a punching bag. It's like, why? <laughs> he could have been like an awesome, like, ball on
1: its legs, like a, a fire ground or something. Could have been really mm-hmm. cool. but Yeah. Um, yeah. This is why Gen Four is the best Pokemon generation because they all look awesome. No offense to anyone else, but personally, my favorite is Gen Four because mm. the starters and their evolutions look awesome. But yeah, Torterra is my favorite boy. So Torterra is boy awesome. Boy he
0: is like yeah, Turtwig, like evolving to yeah, uh,
1: Grottle. Grottle. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grottle. I couldn't
0: remember the, the middle one, but saved you there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Gen Four is great. Uh, it's not my favorite. It's probably it's probably down the line a little bit, but I still love all the generations for their own sort of own special yeah, reasons fair enough yep. um my favorite's gen 3 probably mainly because that was my first generation and that's how oh, yes. i got into it uh, that way but yeah gen 4 would be probably middle somewhere
1: maybe mm-hmm. um th- yeah, fair enough. the most
0: recent generation gen 7 would be at the bottom for me
1: yeah okay yeah, yeah. okay because did you i guess you played it and you weren't that Overly happy with it, I guess. Or yeah, I think I just
0: yeah. I think the region leaves a lot to desire. Um, didn't have match much exploration. Uh, cut yep. a lot of areas off before sort of like in the story, and it just talked a lot. You got to town to town, mm-hmm. they wouldn't yep. shut up. And <laughs> yes, it, it it just like right, it sort actually. of ruined the sense of exploration, which is uh, one of the yeah. main reasons I like Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's fair. Yeah, just it, yeah, I didn't enjoy it, but I know a lot of pe- I
1: know I'm probably in the minority on that one, so. I mean, my first gen, my first game was also uh, Diamond Pearl slash Platinum. Um, I played the fifth gen game, which I can't remember if it was X or Y or Black and, I think it was Black, yeah, it was and, Black White and, and White Gen 5. Gen 5 yeah. Uh, the game Gen 5 was good, but the Pokemon were deplorable. I'm sorry, Gen 5 lovers. It's just the worst.
0: <laughs> I, I, I really like uh, Gen 5. Um, I know uh, my co-host Bryce. That's one of his uh, favorite generations. Sorry, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> because of the Pokemon. Okay. Um, like, there there are some which are like, okay, fair enough, like, like, like uh, what's it, concordeur and that Evolution line. Yeah. Really don't I like think. those ones, and there's like the two fighting guys who look like
1: Muppets. Oh, Thork, 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 and, Thork, Thork and Mac or something, yeah, I know okay, the ones. Yeah, so I can't remember the names. They're lazy looking things too. But, like, it's just, a, it's just a rock thing just in a karate outfit, that's all it is. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's just like, okay, <laughs> and there's two of them, and they look pretty much the same, so all right, this is... Weird, and I guess that's another thing. Like, they're actually in karate outfits, that's weird. Mm-hmm. I, I know, yeah. like, uh, other Pokemon have had, like, you know, uh, him and Shan and that have had, like, uh, gloves and that. It's like, okay, so that is a bit, yeah. bit strange, but having yeah, yeah, I one thing too. I
1: hated that one thing too. I hate about most of the Pokemon Gen 5 is there's a lot of single evolutions, like, the standard. There's no second evolution for Pokemon, mm. like, those two, for example, the key examples of not having a second or third evolution. And yeah, I think was Drudigan Drodi Drugidon in that one in Gen yeah, Five? Yep. Yeah. What was that meant to be, honestly. I'm sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's just the weird looking dragon. It's just uh, I don't know. Picky again. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: I guess you get it at the very end too, so you don't really have an opportunity to sort of uh yeah. train it up as mm-hmm. well. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So so Gen four was your favourite. What would be your what's your top three
1: Generations of Pokemon. Gen 4, Gen... Oh, Gen 4, Gen 7, Gen 1, probably. Mm-hmm. Very nice, very nice. Yeah. Pretty basic. Nothing too amazing More outstanding. Yep. Just, yeah. Gen 7 was actually kind of cool. I think it was very unique. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, because Bryce and I usually poo-poo, sun and moon. What what are your reasons for putting it in, the, uh, in your second position? I think there was a lot of things they did right with the game, including all the features where... I can't remember the name, but the the Poke Lego, the Poke Lego thing where you could send Pokemon to, to get. They go hunting, they can go oh, training. Oh, yes, that's right, yeah. Um, and there's other things. So I can't remember what they did, but that was a cool feature. Um, you could ride on your Pokemon, which was cool. Um, so instead of riding your bike everywhere, you could ride on a t- Taurus or something like that. Um, I didn't mind the story. The story was okay. Um, I, th- I liked the fact that some of the Pokemon had this sort of tropical. Uh, forms like you had the Alolan uh, Executor, which <laughs> was really oh, yeah, Like the, the Alolan it. forms were so cool. That was an awesome idea. Um, the only one problem was I don't know what the heck they were thinking with Aloan, uh What's Meowth oh, Persian? Persian. What was that meant to be? He got stung by bees. He got
0: a big swollen <laughs> head. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Well, whatever's in the tropical setting wasps or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and the and the. I guess they call them the legendaries,
1: the T... T, T oh, I Tapu Koko, Tava... Yeah, I've those that ones. That was cool. I, yeah, I enjoyed them. Um, mm. I enjoyed the Cosmog and how it eventually grew into your legendary that you chose of the game. Um, yeah, it's just... I don't know. I really yeah. liked it. I, I like all of those things. So I got nothing against the Pokemon. I think the new Pokemon yeah. designs
0: and even like the, uh, the recreations of Pokemon from a... Um, Canto are really cool um, for mm-hmm. me I just get hung up on the actual region itself oh, that's okay. just what yeah, disappoints apparently. me and sort of the the new storytelling where they just talk and talk and talk but really the story <laughs> isn't interesting enough to like warrant yeah. that yes. that's, just, that's yep. what gets me and I'm, even when I went to play it again when Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon come out I'm like I can't play through this again it's too boring <laughs> I get to like a town and I'm just like mushing A I'm looking up yeah. at the TV and I look down and like they're still talking oh my god <laughs> like I've done it before <laughs> I know they're not going to say anything interesting Yeah,
1: and it just mm-hmm. keeps on going but I guess the only thing for Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon from my point of view looking at a shiny perspective shiny hunting in Ultra Sun Ultra Moon is, is probably one of the easiest games out of besides Pokemon Let's Go Eevee because there's so many methods you can shiny mm. hunt in that game the SOS um, uh,
0: battles and all that yeah
1: yeah, exactly. So and the warp. You can do the warp thing and you can your chances increase massively. So um like a, there's a, a guy called A Drive on Twitch or YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah you I watch A Drive, yeah. Yeah, he's liking that game It's insane. Like he, second second um look at the Terrakion, he got a shiny. <laughs> really. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, second account on a Terrakion was a shiny. So yeah. Mm. I think the fact that the shiny odds in that game can be favourable. Has really helped that game as well as people wanting to play Pokemon. Obviously, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't play Ultra Sun Ultra Moon, but yeah, I played Moon and I really enjoyed it. So yeah, mm. yeah. I'm I'm
0: keen to go back and like get through Ultra Moon. Um, yeah, I just got to get through the story. Like, it's just yeah, it's fair. It, <laughs> it, Press A, mash A. It just it just kind of <laughs> kills me. It's just so boring. <laughs> like um, in the new games when they got like uh the uh, what's it called the uh, wild area, it's like hopefully this means at least for this bit there is no story I can just like sort of explore and go and like find items and find Pokemon less mashing A less mashing A Mm. (laughs) because like for me that's what I want in the Pokemon game just to be set uh, set free and find things and uh, be left up to my own devices I don't really care if the evil team's doing Mm -hmm. this and the rival's saying this it's like you don't say anything interesting yeah Yeah. do you have a favourite starter yet? Oh, no, broken. I actually don't. I actually don't. I'm sort of, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sort of leaning towards. I'll let... Any day you ask me, it'll be different. I'll be like, oh, Grookey. <laughs> yeah. um, I know that's if Grookey evolves into a drummer, that's that's pretty cool. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm afraid Score Bunny's gonna become a fire fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, but Score Bunny probably, as like, just judging them off the first evolution, Score is really cool. Really cool design. Mm-hmm. I like how it's nice and happy and chirpy. and uh, <laughs> I, I, I really like its personality. So I'll probably go there. Yep. And Scoble's really cool too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to pick. Yeah, yeah. So what about yourself? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, like I said earlier, I have to wait to see what they evolve into in the end because that will determine for me mm. which one I like.
0: Actually, um, it, actually, you brought up before like, oh, you're you're a bit worried because they haven't shown off the final evolutions. Mm-hmm. I actually think it would be better if um, they don't show off the final evolutions. Yeah.
1: I can understand that point of view too because like, it leaves you hanging, anticipating like which one is it going to be? What's it going to look like? and I mean, because for Sun and Moon, they obviously did show us, so it's yeah. easier to choose, but I guess if they're saving it till the launch. I think that took a lot out of it too because uh, X, mm. X and Y, we
0: played through that and I chose Fennekin and I mm. had no idea what that little fox was going to evolve into. When it evolved <laughs> the first time, I'm like, oh, like, I actually had like a, while it was evolving, I'm like, oh my God, what's it going to turn into? And when mm-hmm. it, when it um, reaches its final evolution, it's like, what the
1: hell is this? It's like a big fluffy And it's holding witch. a stick. <laughs> and it's holding a stick. Yeah. Again, another Pokemon holding a thing. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, they just put it in their pocket. It's yeah. like a kangaroo pouch where they put all their items. It's a, it's a Kangaskhan, essentially. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. Uh, so I can't choose one. Uh, I mean, I will admit, though, Corviknight looks cool. Mm. Yeah, yeah. All, all the new Pokemon look really cool. Mm. That's all I can say. Kobe is my favorite looking thing at the moment. So yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want to
0: talk say. about this too much, but we did bring I'm it up sure. last episode. I would like to get a different perspective um, from yourself. Um, Bryce and I last week were quite disappointed in sort of the lack of the national decks in these new games. Um, um, not not the national decks <laughs> itself, but just the, the the lack of basically the Pokemon's all the Pokemon's code being in the game, so then they can't be transferred to this game at all, and so that. So, to us, that's going to affect the post-game and a fair few things that um, a lot of people would be looking for, you know, completing the Pokédex and doing all that thing, which you've done in past games. Um,
1: does it does it matter much to you, or...? Uh, no, it um, doesn't matter too much to me. I think the thing is I'm interested in more than ever is these new Pokémon and their shiny forms, because no mm. one actually brought that up. And so, like, uh, was it Dreadnought that... Pokemon oh, that yeah, yeah released, yeah. Dreadnought, they were saying if that thing had a shiny form, <laughs> they should have the same colours as Bowser I
0: did see that. That'd be cool, lads. Like I saw the mock-up uh, yeah mock-up yeah. of it. Looks really cool. I'd love that um, too. It'll come out and be it light- a bit it's gonna be like a bit fainter in colour or something,
1: but <laughs> probably, probably. Yeah. It'd be disappointing. Like they'll just give it a gold paint but lower the contrast of the gold. <laughs> <Yeah>. Job done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one job. Ship um, it! <laughs> As for the fact not having National Day, I don't think it's going to impact it too much. I think it's probably a good thing that they give a main focus to the newer Pokemon. Um, So I think it it probably gives more excitement for those who are uh, eager to discover these new Pokemon that are in the game. So uh, it's sort of the, the reason I sort of say that is because you say that they haven't found the code or whatever it was that you said. Oh, no, no.
0: Um, it's not that they haven't found it. It's just like, a, uh, you know, um, the re- the reason Game Freak give is that uh, uh, there's a lot to do in these games yeah, before yeah. launch. Uh, okay. Modelling all the Pokemon is going to take a lot of time yeah. and they can't do it in that time limit.
1: With that, I think this is a long shot, but in tying in with a potentially new Pro or Switch, a new Switch that's really powerful, they may do an update where, if the Switch Pro, that they include the ho- every Pokemon. I don't think it'll happen, but it's a long shot because with a more powerful Switch, you could be able to load more uh, modules or uh, models or whatever you like to think it'll load capable of. But yeah, mm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. It, I don't.
0: It's not a power issue why they're not on there. Yeah, okay. But okay. Uh, yeah, that's oh, no, just something I'd like. I thought I'd bring up because. Uh, Last yeah. week, Bros and I talked about it for about 20 minutes.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, yeah I, just, I just like to think that maybe they're giving it a more focus on the newer Pokemon, mm. which I think is a good idea. Mm.
0: I do too. Like uh, back in Gen uh, 5, um, uh, black and white, like, all, all of it before the game, all you could catch was like the brand new Pokemon. And that yep. made it yep. with like no Pikachu, no <laughs> older Pokemon yeah. in there to sort of uh, mix it up. But um, mm. like obviously they can still do that. But once you reach the post game, you know, they're still not there. And you still yeah. can't, uh, yeah. I, don't know, I, I was disappointed by it. I've sort of, um, I sort of let it go a bit because it
1: was really um, bumming me out, to be honest. Because uh, the only thing is, though, if the only dumb thing, I don't know if you brought this up, is Niantic have managed to model f- up to four generations of Pokemon in a mobile app. Mm. What's stopping Game Freak of absolutely doing that? Because like, <laughs> you well, think um, that a switch would be able in
0: Pokemon Go. It's the same models as in as the 3DS games
1: correct oh the 3DS yeah
0: games. so they're using the same models it's all shared
1: okay there you go yeah.
0: and for these upcoming games pretty much what it's going to be is sort of uh, touched up models from the 3DS okay. so uh, there's, there's an example of uh, Pikachu in uh, Pokemon Let's Go and uh, X and Y but in X and oh, Y right. his, uh, his face is pretty much just drawn on whereas in, whereas okay. in uh, the new games you know his mouth is actually a shape his eyes are actually a shape you know, so, more detail. Yeah, there's like a lot yeah. more detail on them. Fair so, enough. like, I guess the wire works there for like the models, but everything else needs to be sort of touched up.
1: Yeah. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I'm not too bummed about it. I think having a stronger focus on new Pokemon is good. Um, How many is it new? Is there a new amount of, like a number confirmed for a new Pokemon? Is it 80 or something? Uh, there's nothing confirmed,
0: yeah. but in that leak, there's was about 120.
1: So that's pretty good though. Oh, absolutely yeah, po- yeah. new Pokemon. That's I, yeah I, I don't mind it. I don't think it's a decision that no, they have decided to go with. It might tie in with their new Pokemon Home or Pokemon Sleep or whatever they've got. <laughs> they like, yeah.
0: they can't come into uh, your new games, but don't worry. You can put them on your pillow. You can <sighs> pat them in your sleep. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. Don't worry about it, boys. It's uh, she's right.
1: <laughs> Mate, that that poison Pokemon you had, yeah, it should be fine when you wake up in the morning.
0: You're worried about your Arbok not being in these new games, but you can put it in your bed. <laughs> you can put it in your bed. Fantastic. Oh, gosh.
1: I don't want to think anymore of what you just said.
0: Snake in a bed. <laughs> Jesus. There's a snake in my boot. Have <laughs> <laughs> well, you been to watch Toy Story 4? Uh,
1: not yet. No. <laughs> I haven't. To be honest, I haven't watched a movie in three years. Three years? Four years? Sorry, ago? what? Uh, you haven't watched yeah, a I movie know. No, nah, I haven't watched a movie. Now, how did you?
0: Sorry, this is this is way off topic, but how did you? That's n- fine. Have you never watched a movie? Or not never? How have you not watched a movie in three years? How's
1: uh, that happen? Uh, video games. Oh. Yeah, well, they do that. <laughs> they seem be... to suck you away from the. So, I mean, the only one movie I want to watch is the detective one, Detective Pikachu. That's the only movie I want to watch. I think. You think? Yeah. Mm. I think it was a good movie. If you're a big Pokemon fan, I think you'll really yeah. enjoy it. I, I want to watch it because Torterra is supposedly in it which I think he is uh, I can confirm I he probably could be yes Well, that, I don't yes. want to spoil it for you okay
0: <laughs> no <it's> fine <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah because it's been there like, for ages and I haven't gone to watch it yet so mm. I'll wait for a DVD or someone pirate maybe I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm going to ignore that you said that that's a <laughs> bad boy move there sorry sorry everyone <laughs> I will legitimately go to the movies and watch it <laughs>
0: Um, but uh, just before we were talking, you said that you you do your own podcast, so you like your Splatoon podcast. Yes. Um, so yeah, this this is something I didn't uh, didn't know before we hit record. Started. So I'd like to hear all about it, and I'm sure <laughs> okay. people out there would too. So
1: the idea behind the Splashdown Under podcast <laughs> was the fact that we had. Um, actually, I'll start again. The idea behind the Splashdown Under podcast was in the US. There's a mob called uh, Ink. Inc. TV. Now, they run tournaments online and locally, um, and I was late to their Twitch channel when I discovered they they did live podcasts, and then they'd save it, and then they'd be on the podcast apps, or SoundCloud, or wherever they put up. So, unfortunately, I got onto them as soon as they finished up. They they When I got onto them, there was probably about four episodes after I listened to them, and I'm like, oh, that's disappointing. There's nothing to listen to. (laughs) And um, I thought, well, maybe because Australia hasn't got anything, there's nothing happening in Oceanic. There's not much media coverage. Like The Oceanic people, we we tweet and retweet things to spread the word. But then I thought, why not just do one for Oceanic and maybe it'll give it opportunity for people that are outside of the Oceanic community to... Sort of know what goes on inside. Um, so basically, I, the start idea was to interview people and teams after each Oceanic Series match. Hmm. But eventually, it just became into a bit of a interview, saying like, "Oh, wh- who? Are, what? Who are you? What? Wh- what have you? Like, what's your first time playing Splatoon? When did you buy? It? When did you hear it? When did you hear the community?" It just became to more of a uh, interview with players, um, asking about their experiences and why they've been playing Splatoon for this period and whatnot. So. It's been pretty well received, I think. I um, uh, probably the probably I don't know if you know the player called Ladius. They're, yep, they're yep. based in West Australia. They've been to the World Champs twice, both on uh, both different teams. But um, yeah, so having her on the epi- on an episode was amazing for just for knowing what her life the splatoon has been like. Um, and I guess having that episode, that was only the third or fourth episode in and people are like yes we want more please give us more so i'm like oh okay sure and <laughs> so i was pumping out an episode usually a week or two week or so um just sitting down with players asking why they play this game that they play uh what's been their most enjoyable experiences favorite weapons blah 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 and yeah it's I have, this year i've sort of taken a step back on it for now because i've been focusing on being competitive been focusing a bit more on streaming um yeah, and being involved with the community, so uh, I I try to get one out every every now and then. But yeah, so the splash down under was just a thing for people to learn what goes on down under, and for people to learn the teams and the players. And yeah, it was it's really it's been really fun. Yeah, mm.
0: yeah, like it seems like it seems really cool, like a, a, having like a like we do a Nintendo podcast, which is you know concentrates on the niche of Nintendo games and that but like yeah. even uh, narrowing it down again just like just a Splatoon competitive play like that's a really cool idea
1: yeah 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 it's amazing how much you can actually learn from like yeah I know you play Splatoon but why and oh you've done this and that with the game oh that's pretty cool um the <laughs> the thing I I I remember one of the questions I used to ask the players and the question was, "What are your thoughts on the weapon balances patches?" Blah blah blah, and no joke, we'd probably spend most over half the episode talking about just weapons and patches. So I'm like, hmm, "This is dragging on a bit too long than <laughs> I expected." So, I thought I'd narrow it down on the on the um, on the question and just sort of focus on maybe a bit more about the person and the team and whatnot. So, um, yeah, it's surprising because like you... You, you sort of know the person on the outside but when you sit down and talk with them for a certain period of time you, you learn so much more and you become open to who they are and what they are as a player and stuff like that so yeah it's been good fun yeah yeah, can't, can't no regrets with it I think it's been pretty good mm.
0: oh, Like you said you wanted to do it sort of a uh, give people outside of Australia a bit of a taste of what this community is like in Australia but was this like
1: one of your first podcasts you started or had you have had yes. a bit of experience no, this is, that was my first, and I still remember the first episode. It took me three takes to do an intro.
0: No, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It it happens sometimes. Sometimes it just doesn't fl- flow out. I know it took a while for me to sort of uh, get it first take most of the time, yeah.
1: Mm. But uh, yeah, it was, it was just different because the one I remember watching the first, so the Ink TV one, they did theirs live, and they had questions in from the chat, um, people in the stream chat asking the people that were on the show, um i sort of thought about doing that but i thought at the same time uh I'll, there probably wouldn't be much involvement so it was probably better just to start just doing them recorded and upload them to soundcloud and then people were listening to them people were like oh that was so cool can you do an episode with this person blah 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 and then people were actually asking him if they wanted to come on the episode and uh yeah it's it's been <laughs> it's been exciting actually mm. yeah yeah have you like
0: you said you Sounds like you've had quite a, a positive response to it from those who are uh, still playing the game and into the community.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, like when I had Lardis on, that was um, very eye open to everyone yeah. else because, like, learning who she was and what she's been managed to achieve. And then, yeah, it's just been, like, everyone wants to come on because they have a good time as well. Um, like, playing the game with others and talking with others while playing is fun, but just sitting down and talking with people one-on-one or one with the team, it's just amazing fun. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's enjoyment. It's just it's satisfaction of having having fun just by simply sitting down and talking to someone about your favorite game. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, I've I found uh, just, like, doing this podcast, just all the people we meet through doing it, whether they're big Nintendo fans or just video game fans or just people that enjoy podcasts, it's really cool sort of uh, getting to meet people. Like, that. that's why I reached out on Twitter and said, who would like to come on? And um, that's when you answered. It's cool just to be able to meet people through doing this.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Now, podcasts podcasts have uh, really picked up in popularity, so it's kind of like the right time to get on that bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, are you, so
0: you said you've uh, sort of slowed down on it a bit. Um are you going to keep doing episodes uh when
1: you can? Mm, yeah, for now, I think. But yeah, I think there's going to be a time where I will probably stop doing them, but yeah, you never know. If the game keeps going and growing, I'll continue. But, yeah, they, nothing lasts forever, so... Yeah. I
0: guess it's one of those things that rides or dies with sort of the uh, community impact of the game.
1: Exactly, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah.
0: That's all I can do. Do you reckon you'll try and bring it to your Twitch channel? <laughs> I know you said, like, oh, not to start off yeah. with, but it could be a cool evolution.
1: It could be, yeah, potentially. Um, the thing is, though, I'm sort of running out of people to interview, Um and no, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's no really point in sitting down with people you already <laughs> interviewed and learn more again but yeah I don't know it's something to consider but I'm not sure hmm.
0: yeah, awesome no, that's cool to hear about that I'll have to go and give it a listen because yeah literally just found out about it when I'm talking to you now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah cool alright we might end the episode there uh, thank you very much for coming on Wacko Jacko
1: no no worries mate thank you for having me on it's uh, been good fun talking to an Nintendo fan And yeah. yeah absolutely
0: so your podcast your Twitch streams tell us all about it where we can find it <clears throat>
1: Okay, so the podcast should be on SoundCloud somewhere. If you just search Splashdown Under podcast, I think it might be still on Apple Podcasts, maybe. I've been slowly putting them onto YouTube. Um, search Wacko Jacko underscore at the end. The uh, Wacko, the O, the zero. Sorry, the O on the end of Jacko is a O underscore. Uh, Twitter wacko, underscore Wacko Jacko. Yeah, I'm sure you'll get all the links in the description. But yeah, um, I'm, yeah I'm Discord as well. You know, places.
0: <laughs> places sorry yeah, you'll, so. you'll let me know you'll let me know and I'll, I'll put it all in the show sense. notes be so to describe. click on
1: absolutely that'll be easy <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. and you can find me at iDruby. you can find Bryce at IV Revan and you can find the show at the House of Mario if you enjoyed what you heard please leave us a subscribe and maybe go and leave us a cheeky uh, review on over on iTunes Ooh, Google review. Play whatever 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 social media you use and of course, we are part of the 8-Bit Collective. 12 podcasts and 20 podcast creators putting awesome audio content in your ears. And yeah, that brings us to the end. Let me just pull up the Nintendo Jukebox. It's by Moss Grown, and it's called Pocket Monsters, and it's a dubstep remix of all the themes sort of put together from the Game Boy games. Yes, we got there. Awesome. Nice <laughs> to All right. Thank you very much for coming on, dude. And uh, we'll see you around the Twitters.